hello, hello. Welcome to the end of our hiatus. Welcome back to Hollow Hollow Hangouts. Welcome back to rantings, conversations, and just good old fun drinking our imaginary Hollow Hollow because I just don't have one in front of me. I do have Ube in the freezer, so I could grab that. I feel like that's closer. Is but. that Ube, uh, Ube ice cream? <laughs> and that voice right there is my co-host, Pam. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yes. Introduction. Yes. yes. Pam Hi, is my also name is back. Pam. Yes. I am you're the other co-host of this <laughs> podcast. She's looking way so, too hello, comfy. Hello, 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 hang out. She's looking way too comfy, like... I have... Like, trying to make... Uh, who is that? Um, That's Grogu. Grogu. I have a huge Grogu uh, plushie. Yeah. <laughs> trying to make sure Grogu doesn't breathe anymore. Ah, he's fine. <laughs> okay. Um, so welcome back fine. to Hollow Hall Hangouts. Um, we did not pod fade. We just took a hiatus because of things happened uh, during the fall and winter seasons, especially Christmas and... And things. I had to go take a long vacation, so I went out into to the west in Yellowstone and contemplated. And <laughs> contemplated. yes, and almost died hiking. Um, not not like physical, but I can't breathe because this hill's too steep. Dying. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. But you did. You did go to a particular foodie destination and just overstuffed yourself. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I went to... Okay, so Angela, my wife, and I went to Vegas. And I got to tell you one thing. Vegas is like the little Philippines of the United States. There's so many Filipinos there. It's almost like I just stepped off the plane and went into like like Cebu or something. There's just so many Filipinos. Mm-hmm. And for some crazy reason they're trying to ch- like they're trying to sell me timeshares. <laughs> like I don't like seriously. Um every hotel I went to, the person who was checking me into my hotel was a Filipina and the person who what was it? The person behind the like one of the um like counter food sort of kiosk places in the hotel Filipino and the person who was trying to sell me timeshares at Circus Circus was a Filipino (laughs) right and yeah there's just a ton of them a ton and I gotta say um, I did take time to go to was it Seafood World or or yeah, like Seafood World? It's like on Maryland Avenue in, in Las Vegas, and it's just like I don't know, maybe like six to eight blocks away from the strip, and <laughs> so quite a walk. <laughs> well, we took a car. We rented a car oh, for like a day. Okay. Like no, no, we were already like it was already painful walking like the la- like the first like the end of the first day. I was actually yes. contemplating getting a rascal scooter. And because it was just, it was just so much walking. Um, yeah, we went to this place, right? And I stepped yeah. in, I swear, I stepped in into Gaisano Mall 
in Davao. Like, it was just like, whoa. Like, last time I saw a Chow King, a Jollibee, and a Red Ribbon in the same exact place was at the Gaisana Mall in Davao. <laughs> and, oh, boy. Yeah, and I'm just like... What the heck is this? You know, I'm taking pictures, right? I'm trying. I'm trying to make my brother, my brother, a little jelly, <laughs> right? A little jealous. <laughs> a little jelly. So I'm taking pictures, sending it to him, right? First thing he says goes, he goes, "I, you better be in Minnesota." <laughs> That's the first thing he told me. He, he told me in the text, "You better be in Minnesota." <laughs> <laughs> So I was like, nope, nope. And, you know, I told him like I was in Las Vegas. And and I tell you, Jollibee, please come here to the Twin Cities. Because I miss, I already miss the Filipino spaghetti and the Hawaiian burger. The Aloha burger. It's good. And Chow King, please come here too. You didn't tell us. Uh-uh-uh. You you <laughs> neglected to tell us that that you were making an appearance across the pond to the United States that you're actually here in the States. So there's a place called Minneapolis and St. Paul that has Filipinos. Filipinas. Come and open a shop. We encourage you to come here. Hey. Red ribbon, same with you too. You should come and, here. <laughs> I mean, Eden Prairie just opened up their Asia Mall. Yes, yes, and they have spaces. They have and more they spaces. do have spaces. They have spaces. So... Yes. yes. Uh... <laughs> they still have empty spaces. I'm yes, sure. So I'm sure there's they... still a lot of opportunity there. Yeah. Never mind and... that their parking lot's small. We'll 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 we'll, we'll overcome that. I will walk. I will walk from the Costco. <laughs> I'll walk from the Costco to Asia Mall to partake in your food. That's <laughs> there's just gonna be a pilgrimage. Yeah. Oh. Just Minnesotans. And not necessarily not just Filipinos, just everyone. Because yes. Minnesotans the foodie scene isn't as, you know, apparent as like Chicago or New York or whatever. Oh, I will contest that. Oh, well, exactly, <laughs> exactly. That. I mean Minneapolis is is well even Minnesota in general we they are coming out of their shell their spice level is no longer just ketchup. salt pepper it's not ketchup anymore or ketchup it's not ketchup <laughs> anymore here okay <laughs> no it's just like it's so nice you know meeting people that are that want to explore different flavors of the world yes. even test their spice level yes what do you like? Jalapenos? Wasabi? Ghost pepper? Yeah. I just... You know what? Like... Angela and I came to came back from a... Um, to a restaurant where the owner... Beat Gornicelli and Iron Chef! That's how much we are into food here! We have yes. good, good, good chefs. We are very hungry people that like good food. And oh, yeah. Yeah. And guess what? It wasn't It wasn't bland. It was pretty spicy. That's and good. And it was, I mean, I mean, 
Yeah, okay, fine. Okay, I still have to go to Amazon.com to get gumbo filet. Oh, fine. Okay, but at least we can get it. My yeah. point is, come, come to this wonderful place where we will, we will spend our money <laughs> to, to make sure that you guys are staying afloat. Because trust me, it will be a sad, sad day. And we will go into mourning if you guys do close. And and <laughs> don't let the winters, like, scare you off. They got more snow in Chicago. Come on. I was about to say, <laughs> Chicago and New York, they're the ones that are getting the snow. Yeah. Minnesota, I mean, it's just cold. you have to admit, this winter <laughs> is cold, but we've had colder yeah. before. Okay, okay. Yes, we had abnormal snowfalls this year. I get it. But it's not as bad. It's it's not as bad as Buffalo. Mm. Uh uh. Buffalo houses were buried. <laughs> so at least we're not burning our houses over here. So it's like, mean, it's well, okay. Oh, even in Northern California, they yeah. they got a lot of snow. Yeah. So this whole entire you know weather thing. Yeah. It it's shouldn't be so a factor. Weird this yeah. Oh yeah. No. It's stop. So stop. Don't. Don't use Minnesota winters as a, an excuse. Yeah. We've already proven it doesn't work. Yeah, it shouldn't be a factor. Come here. Yeah, should. We will give you money. Yeah, we will. We will give you money in exchange <laughs> for food that you make. <laughs> it's it's it is our offer and proposition. If yeah. You need... <laughs> so I am glad that you are able to, to like go and. Have some Filipino foods, oh, even meet fil fellow Filipinos, even though they were trying to at sell work. me. Yeah, they were trying <laughs> to sell me. Like they were trying to get me to like spend my my Thursday afternoon for like three hours at a at a timeshare thing. Oh yeah, I remember. <laughs> it's like oh my. I remember gosh. when Seriously? my parents were in Hawaii vacationing there. They were sucked into those one of those timeshare meetings or whatever, <laughs> and. At the time, I was like a young teenager. I was I was getting bored, so I was like, "Okay, mom and dad, it's either you buy the timeshares or we just go." Because yeah. I'm like, we ended up not getting one, so I'm like, "Okay, we just go." There's food out there. I'd I rather eat. Quite honestly, I don't think Vegas is a good place to actually have a timeshare, just because it's <laughs> like like the the hotels there are so crazy cheap. Right? Yeah. yeah, okay. You're all, you're paying for the stupid like like tourism fees, right? The tourism yeah. tax? Okay, fine. But I mean, I'm not if I can stay at a bougie place like the Cosmo or <laughs> you know, or the it's Sahara too. The Sahara, I, I kid you not, is not the Sahara of yesterday. It is not the Sahara of 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 your parents. This is like this is like what the heck? Like someone like took the Sahara, put in a put in a washing machine, <laughs> and cleaned up the place. It's it looks nice, you know. <laughs> like like I've been there. I've been there last time I was in Vegas. It was just like it looked like a like seriously. Circus Circus is a, is the dump now. It used to be the Sahara. They sort of like nope. Now you can go over to Circus Circus. That's that's where you go. Or the Ovo or the or, what is that the. The Aho or whatever the heck that place was oh, called. I don't know. It's, yeah, I don't know. it's not good. It's not good. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, anyways, 
if you want to go get Filipino food, people who listen to the Twin Cities, just go over to Vegas. It's cheap. I paid, what was it, like $30, per ticket? <laughs> if you want to, I mean, Chicago is also has some Filipino uh, choices. I know they got Jollibee there. Yeah. And other. They do like, have Red Ribbon. They do have a Red Ribbon over in Chicago. Okay. <laughs> too, so. um, okay. But however, there are local choices too. Yes. Like. Yes. We'll talk like, about one there of was, those. Yes. I was, I was over at, at an event in the landmark not too long ago. And it has been a while since I've had any Filipino food. <laughs> <laughs> I was like I was like torn between do I want something like common but substantial like chicken adobo with rice mm. or should I go something like that's unmistakably Filipino which is like pancit and I think they also had barbecue too Ooh. yeah but that. I was like, I'm hungry. I, so I went for the chicken adobo. So go. and I was gonna go back to get the pansi. Gone. <laughs> I'm like, you gotta be quick. It was a small event. <laughs> you gotta be it quick. It was a small event, and that and they only had one like food vendor there. Yeah. I was like, yeah. So the be... number one rule for any Filipino event: go get to the, the dessert table first. Yeah. Because they will sell out, and they sell out quickly. Because yeah. remember, because I don't know if you remember uh, when we did an interview with um, Tita Menali. Yeah, the baker. She, yeah, she <clears throat> used to be one of like the main bakers at one of the Filipino events. Yep. And I would always go there because she just makes the most loving cakes. It's like ah, my favorite <laughs> is still. Um, Sanserval, even though like I can only take three bites and I'm done. Yeah, that stuff is rich. That's like that's like <laughs> butter, like it's literally butter, butter and <laughs> butter, and with yes. a little food coloring. That's basically yep. what it is. And I'm like, I always try to get Sanserval. She makes mango cake. She yep. makes ube cake. Mm. All these other things. And I remember if you are not there when it opens. Ah, like it's gonna be gone. The Sanserval gone. Running the risk of not getting any. So, <laughs> always go get dessert first. Get you it. will have to carry it the rest of the day, but it's, it's worth it. Or carry it in your stomach. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> that too. Or that too. Just make sure that you also get like something that's not sugar in your stomach too. Yeah. You don't want to. You know. <laughs> you don't want to. Have a sugar rush. <laughs> yeah. Or if you're like a true Filipino, I guess, you know, you don't want to elevate your A1C too much. <laughs> yeah. We're terrible with that, aren't we? Yeah. Oh, geez. Rice is rice. Rice. It's the rice. It's definitely the rice. But hey, it's but rice happiness. is life. <laughs> it ha it's happiness, yes. man. That's where it is. That's how we look young. <laughs> Yeah, so we did a lot. We're gonna to talk to one of those. We're gonna talk about one of those uh, restaurants, uh, those local restaurants, because we went to one um, last weekend, and it's the newest of the new when it comes to Filipino restaurants in the Twin Cities. So stay tuned for that. Yes, 
But for local news. For local news. What is going on, in local news? So, um, let's see here. I am excited because uh, we noted that we were on hiatus. So were so were the Carandarias. And I would like to announce the Carandarias are now back in session. It actually started last Sunday. Um, we couldn't go because, of course, we were trying this restaurant that we will talk about at the end of the episode. We needed to pace ourselves. We have... <laughs> My wallet is like, stop! And I'm like, but Filipino food! Filipino stop. food! It's calling Filipino food! Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, actually, so starting... So April 2nd is the next Carandaria. It's going to be at the usual place, the Philippine Center of Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, it, uh, it, and it's usually the first Sunday of every month. If it falls on, if it falls on like a, uh, actually, you know what? They, they say that they will be open on July 2nd. So never mind. Oh, that's the best yeah. time. That is the best time. So it's it's from uh, March till November. First Sunday of every month. Yummy. Oh my gosh. I know that sometimes it's hit and miss just because there's different vendors will go there. Different <clears throat> different people are making different things. Um, yeah. But I encourage everybody to go there because you don't know who's going to be there. It could be like, your, you know, some, you know, it could be... A big feast of plenty or it could be just you know like one vendor that's serving food that's fine it's filipino food come on <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> so. and also um uh, ah, i can't i can't find find it um i know the csfa announced that there's like a bowling tournament going on um Oh yeah, I saw that too. I saw that and I was like, you know, I miss bowling. Is bowling? Would you say bowling is a Filipino thing? Because my parents oh, yeah. were like, no, there's bowling. There's bowling alleys in the Philippines. Like, I, I didn't, I didn't realize. It's like, it's it's not nearly as up there as like pool. Like, was it billiards? Because let's oh. face it, billiards is like our baseball in the Philippines. Okay, there's a billiards table at, at at sorry sorry stores. There's a billiard table like in the corner, like like in the corner of the uh, of intersections. Essentially, <laughs> I mean it's yeah, it's everywhere. There's there's billiards everywhere. But bowling, I think it's starting <laughs> to pick up because because I remember <laughs> I remember seeing one of my cousins was like taking a picture of herself like bowling, and I I don't know what. It, they call it bowling, but the bowling ball looked like a coconut. A coconut? <laughs> it that's like, funny. It was as small as a coconut. I was like, is that a bowling ball? Is that supposed to be a bowling ball? Or is that... What is that? But I, I guess it's it's a bowling ball, but, you know, they're trying. <laughs> it's They're trying. It's fine. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. I, I I like bowling. I'm I'm not very good at it. I used to be part of a bowling league and back so, in high school. Well, so I just good. never got back into it. So you're good. No, I'm not. Oh, I'm yeah. just I'm lucky. 
You're lucky. Okay. There's no form in it. I just throw the ball and just hope that it hits. The only <laughs> the only bowling fun I get is if they put the bumpers up. Oh, that's cheating. Oh, come on. I, I suck at bowling. <laughs> <laughs> I kid you not. Like, you will... I mean, you don't want me to be in your bowling league. Because I will... I will I will make you guys lose and not intentionally. It's just it's just who I am. Like I can't like I, I, <laughs> I will I will say I wasn't the greatest player on the league either. And I think during the last couple years of being part of the league, I ended up being like the scorekeeper or whatever. So and I and yeah. <laughs> you don't, you... Um, so yeah, CSFA, um, they they were hosting a bowling tournament. I don't think it's going on right now. But uh, there's that. Yeah. I know that they were hosting like, uh, I think there was a winter event, like a sledding event or yep. something. They do something um, like that. And this is just a reminder to any listeners that may be interested in joining the CSFA, which is what does it stand for? The Cultural, cultural Society of Filipino Americans. Yes, that yes. one. I used to be um, a board person for them. Yes, <laughs> we are members of the CSFA. Uh, yeah. We highly uh, recommend those that are interested in joining yep. to join. Or join join uh, any of the other clubs too. I mean, it's fine. I mean, it's CSFA is the the one if it's like if you're like purely for the culture, in a sense. Yeah, you know, and and the food. Uh, <laughs> Because <laughs> there's always food. Part. There's always food in every fil- every CSFA thing, including the member the member meetings. There's always food somewhere. But yeah, so. if anyone is interested in signing up for anything Filipino, like I know they do something for Philippine Day. Yep. Um, I think they're the ones they, they that they host Philippine Day. And I think and I do are they the ones that are behind uh, the Festival of Nations? Yes, they are. So. <laughs> And it, yes, they're they very like family oriented. Very so much there's so. stuff for kids. There's even they have Tagalog a camp out. classes. Yeah, they have a kids and camp, camp out. out. Yeah, and yeah, camp out. I think it's both. There's one for kids and one for families, right? Or is it the same? There's one. There's like a summer camp for for kids, where they get immersed. Like it's a day camp, I think, and they get immersed mm-hmm. with like. You know everything Filipino. Like they're making, uh, you know, they're they're making crafts. They're singing Filipino songs and stuff like that. It's, it's it's a good way for for kids to sort of get introduced to, you know, the culture, in a sense, yeah. in a very kid friendly way. Um, and then there's a family camp out that happens. I want to say it usually happens like in August, which is like the hottest day, right? They always pick the hottest day because they they're Filipinos. <laughs> right, <Of course. laughs> they want to feel like they're in the Philippines. So then, it's usually it usually happens. Um, I don't know what what parks they usually go to. I know, like last time I went, it was like at Lake Independence in Baker Park. You know, so it's 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 fun. There's food. There's and it's like a two day. It's a two night event. And of course, there's like church at Sunday, right? Because we're Filipinos, you gotta go to church on Sundays, and they actually like bring a uh, a priest, <laughs> you know, on the Sunday yeah. ones. And then they have like you know the final final parties and stuff like that. Sometimes they have a pinata. It's 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 a lot of fun. Um. Um, and 
Yeah, that's they do a and lot. And I think I don't know what it is for a family, but for I think for a single it's like ten dollars. Some, yeah, it's ten dollars for. It's ten dollars for a single person, and it's twenty dollars for and a family. Twenty dollars for family. Yeah. And it's a yearly, a yearly membership. Yeah, which is so once you pay, you're in. For the yeah, year. it's just a little bit more than your monthly Netflix. Yep. <laughs> Netflix membership. And there's so. also like other events. Like I don't know, are they gonna do a um? Oh, what's that called? Uh, where they uh just—it's a bunch of shows. A bunch of shows. Pamplona? Pamana? Or Pamana? Sorry. <laughs> oh, that's the oh, that's the big that's the big dancing dance uh, theater. Yeah. Thing that happens like every four years. I want to say. Oh really? Yeah, it happens every. I want to say it kind of happens every four years. Yes, because. I remember, this was a long time ago, but I mean, I was introduced to it in 1988. I'm aging okay. myself. Um, and then I danced, I danced in the troupe for for the next Pomona, which was in 1992. So yeah, it's about every four years, I want to say. Okay. And I don't know, I don't know if there's going to be any this year, but... If you sign up for the CSFA, you'll know. Yeah. They'll let. They'll definitely let you know. Yeah, and it's a showcase. I'm telling you, like if you've never seen the Pomana, um, at least go to it because it's something to see. Like it really goes through the different cultures of the Philippines when it's like even though like the native Filipino dances to the Islamic Filipino dances to yeah. the the aristocratic. Filipino dances and the rural farmer agriculture yeah. dances. So it's just like a smattering of and the music. I mean I'm a sucker yeah. for rondola music so <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so it's good. So anyways yeah we encourage you to, to do that and um, well we usually will um, announce things that the CSFA is doing because I mean remember so yeah if, right. if FMA wants to join up and, you know, and tell us what they're doing too, you know, we'll be glad yeah. to do that. So, that's Philippine. That's Film Minnesotan. Yeah, the Film Minnesota Association, which is the other group. Yeah, they're more. Uh, they're the older of the two. Yeah. Um, my I know my parents were part of it, um, but. If you sign up for one or the other, you will have access everything. to to the other. Yeah. Usually. Yeah. It's it's pretty intramural. Like like one people who is members of one group will go to the other group, and other groups will go from other groups. And some of them they have like these subgroups too, like the Philippine Nurses Association. You know. I know. Is I a, know is there is one for Philippine X. Yep. There's a Philippine X group. There's um, Philippine religious groups because of course there are yep. Philippine religious groups. You know? <laughs> so of course, of course. So there are there are multiple uh, Filipino organizations, and yeah. we will probably we can try to cover the others in future episodes, maybe. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it, if you want are interested in joining either the CSFA or FMA, 
uh, I would search them through uh, Facebook and like and follow their pages because that's where I that's where I find like all these events, all the Karendarias. And then I get excited and hungry and and then we go <laughs> and we go and then we talk about it and then we fall into a food coma and repeat <laughs> and repeat. <laughs> oh, bigger Filipino. That's great. Um, yes. So that's the local news. That's the local news. So what's going on in the Philippines? And I don't even know. Hold on one second. Three, two, one. Alright, so in the Philippine news, I want to talk like the guys in the Philippine news. In the Philippine news, Balita. That sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, what's going on in the Philippines? Then? Okay, so first up, alright, so here's something interesting. So when you think of Philippine transportation, and you're in the Philippines, what do you think of Pam? What is the, the iconic. Filipino transportations in the cities that kind of looks like something from World War II but elongated. Okay, I was I was about to say what the taxis with AC on it, <laughs> aircon. <laughs> but no, uh if you're oh. doing a long the long one, uh it must be jeepneys. Yes, jeepneys. It is the it is the icon. The icon of filipino cities it's everywhere manila cebu davao uh you know the big cities you can't miss them right well here's the thing so apparently they went on strike and it was the quietest time they actually had to warn uh warn businesses and schools and the schools went to online learning because there's no way yeah. the kids could get to school, right? <laughs> so, oh yeah. And all the and a lot of offices went resorted to working from home or find your own transportation. That wasn't a jeepney. So, jeepneys is like pretty much like it's it's like the lifeblood in a sense of of cities in the Philippines because they're the cheapest form of transportation. The last time I took a jeepney, right? I kid you not, I paid like eight eight pesos. <laughs> eight pesos. What is that? That is like I paid five cents for a ride. <laughs> you know? That's how cheap it is, right? Right. Be that as it may, yeah, it is not it's it's I don't know how. I kinda feel bad. I you know, because I don't know how these people operate the jeepneys make money yeah right because gas is expensive right license all of that mm -hmm. stuff right all of that stuff is expensive right if anybody's ever like you know anybody who's owned a car here in the united states for pete's sake right it's right sort of the same thing um well they went on strike mainly because i'm gonna put up here um uh, because the so the 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 governing board that that licenses jeepneys in the Philippines, um, the Land Transportation Franchising and Regulatory Board, um, 
are wanting to number one sort of like reduce the smog in the city, which I can understand, right? If you've ever been to the right, Philippines, yeah. it's it's like don't don't even think about jogging in the streets because you're gonna be covered in <laughs> you're gonna be covered in so you're gonna like change color. Yeah. <laughs> in a sense, right? Um and I get it. A lot of the jeepneys there, right? Especially the very like stylized, flamboyant, you know, has names of family members on them and that sort of thing, right? Oh yeah, very um, flashy. Very flashy jeepneys, right? They're ran in diesel, and I'm not talking about clean diesel. No, it's, no, no. It's <laughs> it's like 1970s era United States diesel. It's, I remember when I went there for the first time when I was like, I don't know, 12, 13 years old. Yeah. I like I stepped out of the taxi and was like took in a huge whiff of just cars. Yeah. I like physically got sick. Like I wasn't yeah. like sick sick, but I was like, oh, yuck. Yeah, I had to. I didn't feel any better until I went into SMO. Yeah. Because it's aircon like, <laughs> and it's probably well, filtered. Well, it was just away from the yeah. from the pollution. I always tell people. So. I always tell people you want to learn. You want to know what Manila smells like, or like a big city in the Philippines smells like. Just put your face in front of a exhaust pipe. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's sad but true. Yeah, you have to get and away during, from the cities. And, and if you want to add in a holiday touch, like if you want to know what it's like, like during Christmas season, <laughs> New Year's, or whatever. <laughs> Light up, light up a fire, fire a cracker or something. Yeah, you get that. And then inhale that smoke yeah. on top of the exhaust. Yeah, you get that fire, you get that fireworks smell <laughs> along yep. with it. Yeah, you have to, when you go to the Philippines, I tell people this, like, I wouldn't spend that much time in, like, Manila or, or, you know, or Cebu, you know. Go, go out. to a beach. Go to a beach. Go to go to Palawan. Go to you know. Go to um. You know, if you're in Davao, go to Paradise Island. Something like that, right? Samal, because right. because I mean, it is it is what it is, right? Manila is the most densely the most densest populated city, I think, in the world now. There's there's more people per square was it per square meter. In the Philippines, and there is anywhere else in the world, even in Japan. Wow, you know, so it is. It's very densely populated. You kind of have to just land in Nino Aquino Airport and just leave. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um. So yeah, but the thing is, the the jeepneys. Um, they're trying to. They're trying, you know, they're trying to clean up, you know. But the other thing that they have a big problem with is that they're incur they're they're wanting to. Um, it's called the POV, the mo the the modernized POV modernization program, the POVMP. Um, you can look this up on the internet. This is actually coming from Al Jazeera uh, news. So, and then which basically what it is is that they're trying to co-op. A lot of the jeepneys out there because essentially in order for you to get a license to carry people in these jeepneys you only have to have one jeepney right you mm -hmm. can be yeah an owner operator of one jeepney and go around and pick people up and dropping off wherever like they need to be you know like a bus and yeah. but now they're wanting to 
co-op them to like 15 jeepneys. Mm. So in order for you to be an operator, you have to have you have to have 15 jeepneys or get together with people and get you know and become like essentially your own company. Yeah. You know. So what happened is that a lot and there you have to have a modernization of the jeepneys. So no more of these 15-year-old or more jeepneys that's burning crazy diesel. They want you to run these they're not even jeepneys. I don't know what they are. They're like they're like mini cabs. <laughs> you know? Yeah. They're like I don't even call them jeepneys anymore because they just don't look like jeepneys. They're like... They're too plain. They're too plain. Yeah. You know? There's like quintessential stuff for a jeepney that you have to have. You have to have the frills. You have to have the chrome. You have to have the fake Mercedes-Benz sign in the front. You know? You have to have... (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? It's like you have to have... You know, I was like, oh, don't sit... Oh, don't worry. We're full. Don't worry. Here's a bunco. You sit on the bunco, you know, that sort of thing. You know, it's, it's that sort of thing. Um, and yeah, so that's going away. And quite honestly, like it's going to cost them. What was that? The, the estimated cost to actually f- to comply with this is around 50,000 plus dollars. Jeez. Over 2 million pesos. There's no way. There's just no uh, way. Yeah. Right. When when fare is only like eight pesos right eight to ten yeah. pesos there's no way there yeah you know so they went on strike and they practically sh- tried to shut the the city down you know which you know and mm-hmm. it was funny because the person who was in charge of this the whole entire act was um downplayed the strike you know but at the same time apparently um the union leaders for these jeepneys you know were called to the presidential palace for a closed door meeting so it was serious. <laughs> like it was like Oh yeah. Um it's serious. There, this was supposed to happen. According to this article, it was supposed to happen on April first. So that was gonna be the last trip for the older vehicles. Right? After that, no more you know the jeepneys of yore. But then they kept moving that. Um the new deadline was supposed to be June. And then finally, December thirty first is the is the new deadline. So December thirty first of this of this year. After that, Jeepneys that have not complied with the PUM, PUVMP will be banned. So hmm. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. Yay! I want. I mean, I kind of want like, hey, why don't we just like rip the diesel engines out of these old Jeepneys and just do what Filipinos do? I mean, they put like. Toyota engines or something like that inside of them, <laughs> you know, or something that is just a bit more cleaner, a lot more cleaner, right? Or yeah, you know, and the the crazy thing, right, is that they're supposed to subsidize this. The government was offering to subsidize this, but they were only going to subsidize it by five point seven percent. You're gonna need more than that, it's, dude. It, you're gonna need more than that. I'm sorry, Oops. it's like a non-starter. Um, ah, so. Anyways, that's what's happening. I hope Jeepneys of what I've known them to be are going away. It's very away. iconic. It's very central it's to very the iconic. Philippine culture. It is culture. such a cultural thing. I remember bought, I remember seeing a book, you know, like about the Philippines. And guess what? The Jeepney was prevalent in that, you know, in one of the chapters. Yeah. You know, 
and if that goes away, I mean, think about it. It's like, it's like here in Minnesota, right? And let's say that they were going to get rid of, I don't know, get rid of bike paths or yeah yeah right or or they're gonna get rid of like something that's iconic in, in minneapolis mm -hmm. right yeah it's it's kind of that way like it doesn't make any sense you work for what you've got you know and you try to help them if the government was really sincere they would do a little bit more than 5.7 percent really yeah or create alternative ways you know maybe a retrofit of old jeepneys to be more clean more cleaner right we do that here in the united right. states yeah <laughs> right so anyways i hope they can figure it out and i hope next time i go to the philippines i can still see those wonderful bombastic flamboyant jeepneys running down the road <laughs> because those are cool i'm sorry i when i i wanted to bring one of those things to the united states because i like them so much and apparently someone did someone's a canadian actually went to the philippines and got one and drove it like it was it was a he blogged and and vlogged about it that he brought a jeepney all the way to to canada you know and apparently just a, so that he can have it he can have it yeah apparently there's a jeepney running around in canada <laughs> so there you or have it or it could be just you know in someone's garage or whatever yeah and just be like ah and there's no import. This is my favorite souvenir. <laughs> yeah, and there's no tax and import restrictions because if it's 25 years old or older, oh, it's, it's 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 fine. <laughs> so loophole. Yeah, there's a loophole. Anyways, so that's what's happening with that. Um, okay. Another in other news, if I can pull it up. Um, apparently there was an oil spill in the Philippines around the Oriental Mindoro site. Uh, I, um, province, which is just south of of uh, Luzon, um, they're sending Japan is apparently a um, an oil freighter, an oil ship freighter leaked um, spilled oil in near that near the island over there. So they're trying to remediate it. Uh, apparently, seventy six uh, seventy six. Barangays around the area are deeply affected. Um, so, if anybody knows the Philippines, right, it is a seafood fishing industry, right? Because yep. we're islands. Yeah. My family had a fishery, right? I know fishermen's there. My dad went, you know, tried to do fishing over there when he was a kid. You know, it's like that sort of thing. Markets yeah. of fish every morning fresh fish you could just buy off the boat essentially right so it's a big deal because i know you know way back when i mean i don't know if anybody remembered but something like this sort of happened in uh in alaska and completely devastated the entire fishing economy of uh prince william sound so it is it's, it's a big it's, deal it's a big deal so so Japan, um, Japan sent uh, 
a remediation expert in oil spills from Japan down to the Philippines to help them uh, mitigate this and trying to make it as minimal as possible. So it is, at least Japan is helping in that sense. I don't know how well, how successful it is, so stay tuned because this still is a going on thing. And yeah. I feel for the people in those barangays, I know how fishing is very important to the Philippines. You know, and yep. it's a big deal. Um, in all right, so um, the next thing we wanted to talk about is something that Pam wants has has a well, has a has a has an opinion on. So here we well, go. Well, wait, hold on. What? There was another one. Which one? The the Philippine governor one. Oh yeah, that was your news. That was, yeah, yeah, that's part of Filipino news. Yep. Although I was actually surprised that this actually made it to like something like mainstream to uh, to mainstream US. So the New York Times had made pick this uh, up. Made this thing NBC, military.com, AP News. I'm just pulling AP News right now. So this was actually reported 2 days ago. So March 6th is the date of the article that says the Philippine president Ferdinand Marcos Jr. said Monday that he ordered police to crack down on illegal firearms and private armies and described this as terrifying the weekend shootings that killed a provincial governor and eight others in a crowd. So Negros Oriental, do you know where that is? Mm-hmm. It's a minion. It's that's in um the Visayans. Yep. So apparently their governor, how do you say it? Roel de Gamo? Yep. Was shot by at least six men armed with rifles and military gear. Yep. <clears throat> and it was dubbed the deadliest it was it was the deadliest on politicians. In recent weeks. Yeah. It was also the most alarming gun attack under Marcos, who said he was shocked when he saw footage of gunmen walking into the residential compound and opened fire on just anybody that's in front of yeah. him. So it wasn't just him that was the target. It's anyone that's in, in his residency. Yeah. This and is this, a house. This isn't, this isn't, to me, I'm not really that surprised that this would happen especially in that particular area of the philippines it's just negros oriental is in the is in the southern part of the philippines it's in the visayans but it's very it's just like across the it's essentially across the channel from from mindanao um and just eat just west of like cebu so essentially it's in the southern philippines you know and if anybody's known like Polit pol being a politician in the Philippines, especially around that area, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a risky proposition, you know. And I come from a, I come from a, you know, an extended family that, that I come from an extended family that are politicians, <laughs> you know. And I've got cousins, I've got a cousin in the Philippines who's, who covers politics in Mindanao. And, you know, I, I, I sometimes I, I, I follow him on Facebook. Um, 
when I had Facebook, and it was... He's like, I mean, he's talking about, you know, like, shootings and, and, and attempted assassinations and all this other stuff. And it's all, you know, it's like, it's not a... I'm not quite, I'm not surprised. There was a, there was a Vice News documentary way long ago about, and they, they followed a Filipino politician. And all he was trying to do was put his name in on the ballot. So he had to go to a Comelec office to do that. And he had mm-hmm. to have a 53 person entourage security detail with him. Because he was afraid that someone might kill him in broad daylight. So this is, it's not, I mean, again, I'm not really, I'm not really surprised that, you know, something like this happened. I mean, when I was in the Philippines back in 2012, there was a whole entire family who got, who got killed by a roadside bomb in the Philippines. So it's, it is a risky proposition to run for for office and that's because unlike the United States right yeah it is you know people people in the Philippines you know it's not you know it's people in the Philippines believe that elections are corrupted and the only way that they can you know get the point across is by making sure the other guy wins. Yeah. By killing the opponent. <laughs> and and it's it is what it is. I, I'm so I want I I hate talking that way because the Philippines is a you know, is my home country and everything like that. But every time I hear this is why I was I'm having such a an issue with people saying that you know, during the the current election, that it was rigged and it was robbed and whatever the heck, and I'm seeing people with guns, you know, and and all this stuff. It just it makes me go back to the Philippines and says, "Oh my God, you guys have no idea what you're talking about." <laughs> you know, at least the threat there is real. It's very much real. It's you know, like 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 here the elections like it was it's still a precaution. Like, yeah. Because we still, we're not sure if there's going to be stuff happening in, in this polling place or whatever. In the Philippines, it's almost a guarantee. Yeah. It's not uncommon when the person runs for office that they have a security detail. A private, what Marco says is a small private army. Now, why do they have a small private army? Because they're trying to protect themselves. Yep. <laughs> you know? Well, they have the money for that, too. And Yeah. If you are a person in office you're gonna that have money. has that money, yeah, yeah, you would. You're going to have that money. You look at every single person in the Philippines who's, who's, who is a senator or a, you know, or who's in, who's in office, you know, they have money. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not, it's not a, you know, there's no such thing as Mr. Smith goes to Washington in the Philippines. It's, <laughs> it is a. You know, you have to start from the bottom and make your way up. So people who, if you run for office in the Philippines, you're pretty much starting like, I'm going to run for a city council position. I want to run for maybe mayor, (laughs) you know, and unless you know somebody, right? Because connections get you far in the Philippines. And 
you know, it is. I mean, again, I come from I come from a, a family of politicians. I know I've had an immediate family ran for for offices, and yeah. you know, it is a, uh, you know, and when they say they're running for office, you know, there's a there's a. I remember there's always this thing in you know the back of my my parents' head <laughs> that you know. <laughs> Um, he's okay. <laughs> so, so back, to, so back to this article. So, because this is the most recent article that I could find, um, they did say that police said four, four suspects, including two former army soldiers, have been arrested and charged. Mm -hmm. One other one was killed in a brief gun battle with police. Yeah. Um, so they are capturing suspects. Um. Which is, you know, good, I guess. So the governor that was killed, uh, he was backed. Uh, he he actually backed Marcus's uh, presidential candidacy, mm -hmm. and he was meeting with a group of poor villagers uh, that are seeking medical and other help. That's when the gunman walked calmly mm -hmm. into his residential compound and opened fire. Yeah. So police said that there were about 10 then they were seen fleeing. Um, 17 others were injured. And so I, I, I and, and you know, I'm reading this and as you know, an American, I'm like, wow, that's just so terrible. Mm -hmm. But then the Filipino side of me is like, that's common. Yeah. It's, it is, you know, it's, it's a whole different world. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, to put it bluntly, it's the Philippines. We see islands, we see resorts, we see all these other things, you know, that we see on like in the cover of Condé Nast magazine or World Traveler. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, we see these, these beautiful, beautiful places in the Philippines, right? I mean, it's insanely beautiful in the Philippines, but there is another side of the place that are, is very little talked about, especially in the United States. And this is one of them. And, yep. and, you know, there's a reason why, you know, the former president got elected in the first place, you know, because I mean, I mean, yeah, he was a strong man, but being in the, you know, being from Davao and knowing what Davao was, you know, people yeah. are yearning to clean up what's going on such as this, you know, because yeah. it is bad and it is, it shouldn't be part of life over there. It shouldn't be the norm and it shouldn't be, you know, I, for one, you know, yeah, I'm not surprised. Why am I not surprised? And that is that normal? <sighs> you know, think about the Philippines. Well, yeah, it's kind of. You know, well, if it can't, if, if it was here, oh, I would be like, holy crap, <laughs> you yeah. know, but so, you know, it makes you wonder since, you know, this governor is the, you know, back to Marcos's presidential candidacy. And if, if everyone should know, if you're listening to this because of the Filipino American content, um, you should know that there's much strong opinions about this presidency. Oh, very much so. That, like, it makes me wonder, is this going to be more common? Seeing these attacks on 
uh, these uh, politi uh, politicians, is it going to be more common now? I hope I hope it doesn't. Quite honestly, I really hope it doesn't. I have my reservations on of this presidency. Yeah, everybody. But I honestly think that this you know this could be an opportunity. Yeah. If he says that he is not like his dad. He, he has to prove it. <laughs> he has to prove it. Yeah, and this is a great it. time for him to yeah. prove that he is not like his dad. Yeah. I still don't think so. But, you know, <laughs> you know, he can prove me wrong. Yeah. I'd love to be proved. I mean, seriously, I'm, I, everybody knows me. I'm, I will be the first one to, to admit the wrong, you know, because yeah. I like to see. I mean, anybody who's ever worked with me, you know, I'll, I will listen to other people. And if I, you know, and I feel like they've proven themselves worthy, I'll be like, okay, let's do it. Um, but, uh, so it's um, besides, so we're talking about Marcos. Yeah. <laughs> let's yeah, talk so about something else in the Marcos realm. <laughs> let's move into our opinion yes. section. Here we go. Such flair. So Pam, what is your opinion? So I was going through my emails, and I like musicals. So I'm just going through all of the these musicals that are going on for 2023. And I couldn't help but notice that there is an article regarding of some uh, something Filipino. I'm like, oh, really? What's it about? So the musical is called Here Lies Love. <laughs> okay. Which is an interesting title because this is a musical about Imelda Marcos. So the president's <laughs> you, mom. You, so the current you, president's mom. <laughs> We're talking the about The current here. president's mom yeah. and the wife of... And the yeah. dictator. Yeah, and the shoe lady. Oh, the shoe lady. Yeah, she was very... <laughs> the shoe lady. How about... How many pairs? 3,000 plus? Oh, no, I don't have that many. I have more. Was that what her quote was? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm like, whatever. And, you know, I was watching... I don't remember if it was a YouTube video, but I was watching that there were... They were... Uh, hosting walkthroughs of the Marcos mansion. Yeah, because nobody's ever actually seen Malacanian Palace. No, in the inside. But, <laughs> but I remember when you know people were walking through it. Majority of the people were like shocked at how like crazy extravagant it was. How crazy extravagant it was. Yeah, and how all of that was stolen from the Filipino people. Yep. And in fact, I was just reading on a Wikipedia that it was um what was it? It was dubbed in the Guinness Book World of Records of like having the greatest like crime of like uh just Having it's having like the most money stolen or whatever. Really, it was later. It was later pulled because of the presidential election. Of course, they want to silence it. Of course, but but it's like I wouldn't. I wouldn't 
I wouldn't run it past it. And that book that I lent to you, mm-hmm. that, um, I forgot what it's called. The graphic Duran, novel? Duran. Dur- the Duran yeah. Duran and Melda. Yeah, and it's me. downstairs in my family room because I was reading it. Because <laughs> I remember, like, like reading the graphic novel. Yeah. And there was the snippet on how there was, like, a rumor that uh, Melda was trying to erect, like, a theater and then there was like a like a delay in laying out the foundation, the concrete foundation. Um, that she gave the go ahead that if the workers were running late, have them buried along with it, like bury Ooh. the workers as part of the foundation. I'm like, is that true? I don't See, know. I don't know. Like, but if that's true, that's bad. Like that's. That is, um, you know, that's like. I mean, and so and so that theater is done, and I I think it's still standing. Is that the cultural center? I don't. I I see. I don't know. You have the book. You. you I think might it's the know, cultural center. I know it, yeah. but the I've thing seen is, that though, building. it's just. And you know how superstitious Filipino people oh, get. Oh heck yeah, that place is haunted. So they predict that that theater is haunted because of oh, yeah. the people that were buried alive. I think I know what ta- I, I think I know what theater you're talking about. It's a pretty iconic theater in Manila. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know how much of that is fact or fiction, yeah. but I wouldn't be surprised if it's true. Yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, jeez, like I, there, I mean, there's reasons why. You know my my you know that I'm here in the United States. There's a lot of reasons why other people are here in the United from the from the Philippines and here in the United States mm-hmm. back in the 1980s, right? I mean before, right after we left the Philippines, the that big uprising happened. Ah uh, you know? yes. Yeah. So, which ousted you know, which ousted the Marcoses to Hawaii, and, you know, on behalf of, you know. President Reagan of the United States. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, be that as it may, you know, speaking about this musical, and here's the thing, this musical, the music, right? It has to be said, like, David Byrne had a lot to do with this, and so did... Um, Fat Boy Slim. Yeah, Fat Boy Slim. So... I could see the Fat Boy Slim... Oh, I can, when I you can when it. you listen to when you pull it up on Spotify or whatever, yeah. and just listen to the songs, oh, it's very poppy, it's even very for poppy. a musical. Yeah, and it's I don't know, like I kind I like I kind of just want to see it just to see what what it's all about, you know, and then judge it for what it is. But I haven't seen it. I've heard the music. Right? I've heard the music. You, you know, the music, if you just, you know, just listen to the music as the songs themselves yeah. is not and not part of the story. They, they're not bad. There were a couple of songs that I was like, oh, that's... I kind of like that one. The first half of the musical is very, like, pop thing because they cover how Imelda and Ferdinand met... And yeah. later married and got into power and all that stuff. And the second act is actually their fall. Yeah. Um, so the, the first act days. is more poppy, happy, lovey, kind of lovey-dovey. Ugh, yeah. Well, whatever. Um, 
And then the second act gets more serious. So it's less pop, more like any like typical musical. Yeah. Where it's very dramatic. I kind of like the one something about what the flowers or let the flowers something about let the do you have it on? I'm looking for it. It's like let the flowers Huh? I don't know. It's it's basically it's the song that they they uh play when Aquino got shot. Oh. That's going to be And actually the lyrics themselves they were they're Just quite ask flowers. um What was it? Just ask flowers. Yeah, just ask flowers. Yeah. That was a very I like the lyrics of that song. I also like um a perfect hand. Yeah. Perfect hand. Here's some a little bit of it. Oh, very much so. <laughs> I mean And and kudos to all these performers. The singers are always like all their voices are full. Yeah. Perfect for musicals and all all I think all the performers and the producers and were are from are either Filipino or Filipino American. Yeah. And for the 2023 uh tour I believe they're having Leia Salonga. Interesting. Play Aurora Aquino. That's interesting. I'm not sure if that is set in stone or if it's still being planned. See, now that but if Leia really... Salonga is part of it, it's an automatic buy for me. Yeah, I that really makes me more interested in it just because I want to know what this is about. I mean, we've all heard of the, you know, of this person. We've all heard of Imelda Marcos. You know, we've heard of the family dynasty and all this other stuff. I'm kind of just curious on what the criticism is, you know, of what what they're what they're trying to what story they're telling. Again, I can't sort of judge it because I haven't seen it. <laughs> so I just find it so odd. It is that, odd. That like <laughs> of all the things to write a musical on and something that deals with, you know, Filipino history. Yeah. Why her? Why yeah. the woman that had a ton of shoes? Why the woman of... A, well, why the wife of a dictator? I think it's because she's is, an anomaly. <laughs> Quite uh, honestly. Or could it... Or could it... I mean, this... I mean, this was... When was it first released? It was... Um, it premiered in New York City in 2013. So this, so it premiered even before, like this year's election. Yeah. Which featured her son. So I wouldn't say that it is linked to the presidential election. Yeah. However, I don't think, I I'm not sure if it helps try to paint her more like a human, like a normal human. Sort of like, was it sort of like what was that thing? That, was it Evita? That whole deal? Oh, yeah. I guess. That, At least she, I mean, she did do stuff. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know she did do stuff, but she was also like the <laughs> wife of like a leader of a country type thing. You know, I don't know. I don't exactly know what the, the 
entire story of that of the Argent Argentinian rule when she was alive. You know, and you have I don't to remember know, Imelda. But... I don't know because I was just listening to like a few of the songs. They, in my opinion, if I just judge by the songs and not by the musical, they kind of paint her as kind of like a ditz, like a fashionable ditz. Because I can like, see that. <laughs> now I don't know because like there was a song called Opposite Attraction and it's supposed to be Nino Aquino meeting up with Imelda Marcos. Yeah. They have like some relationship going on, but then when they later find out that like they they have opposing like political viewpoints. Nino's kind of like, eh, maybe not. Let's not pursue this. <laughs> That's a little, I don't think this no, is going to work out. It's not me. Well, it's, so, it's not you. It's me. <laughs> I don't the... know if that is true, though. Like, if Ninoy knew Imelda before before neither of them were political. I, I don't know. It could be a fabrication. I don't know. I don't know what I the think, story yeah, is. Yeah, I think like, that it's... is more of a fabrication yeah. for the sake of writing up this musical for or whatever. The, yeah. There is some truth to it, though, because, uh, like, like you knew that Fer Ferdinand Marcos, her husband, um, got into a romantic affair with some, I think it was like an actress or whatever, Dovey Beams. Yeah, I don't. That actually, I think, so I not... think he actually had a child with this other woman. Ooh. And it, the scandal gets even more deeper. I bet the Catholics love that. Well, he was... <laughs> to, he had a wife even before he met Imelda. Yeah. It's a common-law wife, which is like not, a marriage not, not... Not from the church. Not from the church or yeah. officially like for taxes or whatever. Yeah. And he, so he had a family before he even met Imelda. But you don't see that in the musical. Yeah. Because that, that's too many things sad. to... Like, I don't know anything. I don't know anything about the Marcos family. All I know is what, you know, what my parents told me and what families told me about the Marcoses and stuff like that. And what, you know, I mean, I was, I mean, I was a, like, like very, very, very little when this whole hubbub happened. So I really, I mean, I feel bad. I don't know anything about, I barely know anything about, like, history of the Philippines during this time. Like, the 70s and the 60s, 70s, and 80s when, when the Marcos has ruled. Right. right? <laughs> All I know is that uh, they did a very bad job in running the country. Yeah. There was, there to, was... the point, to the point where people were driven to poverty. Yeah. We were held back. Like when when all the other countries around us, like Japan, Taiwan, Thailand, Singapore, yeah. right, all these other countries around us were advancing, right, economically. Mm -hmm. I mean, we were not, <laughs> you know, yeah. and. You know, I'm. Sh I mean, yeah. The president of the Philippines had to do a lot to do with that because, well, number one, he's the president of the Philippines, right? Yeah. And 
you know, and he's the one, you know, it's it's not uncommon knowledge that the Marco says, and I'm not just talking about Furman and in the in the nuclear family here. The extended family was running the country. <laughs> I mean, I think it was like his brother was like the treasurer or someone yeah. like that. <laughs> so it's like So Yeah, I don't know if if they were trying to paint her as kind of like a victim. Like someone like she's she she only like was the first lady because she was married to the president at the time. Mm. It's kind of like the whole do not associate her with her husband. She is a totally different person than than him. Yeah. And I'm like, and eh, then why does she spend? Then why yeah. doesn't she give the money back? Yeah. And that's that is the that is the question. I don't know. Are you planning to see this? Are you are you are you interested in seeing this if it ever comes? See, I I'm a little bit torn because I I was reading some like some stuff on Twitter because I follow a few Filipino writers yeah. and artists there, and they say they don't want to they don't want to watch it because they they just find it disgusting hmm. that they would take someone as terrible as a dictator's wife and try to make it into just some happy go lucky yeah. musical or whatever it's kind of enlightening yeah. something that should be should be enlightened because it should be bad. it's kind of like making a yeah. a, a play on the holocaust so, yeah but <laughs> and that had, you tread light yeah, very very carefully. Yeah. I mean, so the producers pretty, pretty much got away with it, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I mean, although when I saw Leia Salonga's name, I'm like, see, I miss her. That's the thing. I don't know if she's just trying to pay the bills. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, like, I'm just glad that she's not playing Imelda. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I would be like, but if they're getting big. Her? If they're getting big Filipino stars like that, you know, there's something to be set. Are you, you know? like saying that they're trying to be Sol- desperate? Well, no, because Leah Salonga was like, like, I mean, I think she's like in my brother's like age group, I want to say. Okay. So it's like, it's not like she doesn't know what happened, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, right. Like she doesn't, it's like. You know, like, it's always like, I mean, I know, like, you know, we watch movies about, like, World War II and someone has to play Hitler. You know? <laughs> it's that sort yeah. of thing. But it's, to me, it's like, if you see big stars, I feel like that puts a lot of weight into, okay, what actually is this? You know? And you sort of have to have, you sort of have to have, like, you have to go into these things, you know, and have sort of a open mind about it and, you know, and check your, you know, check your knowledge at the door and see for what it is and then come back and say, that's not right. Or, you know what I mean? Like, you have to, like, really look yeah. at it critically. And I feel like that's why I kind of want to see it, just because if Leah Salonga actually goes into this, right? then it makes me more enticed to actually see it and sort of like be open-minded about it and then come back out of it and either say, okay, the acting was good. The music was fine. But does this hold credence to like what actually happened? No. 
or yes or whatever you know what i mean it's like one of those things where you sort of have to be a historical critic about it and <laughs> you know it's like it is uh you know I, I to me i feel like i should give it a chance and then you know write you know and 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 then say what i think about it but yeah on its face it looks pretty bad <laughs> you know i but, mean i mean are, are you saying that because you hate musicals in general yeah <laughs> okay fair no, enough. i don't i don't hate musicals i hate i hate stupid stereotypical musicals like i went to the you know I went to the shop dip one day and then I bought this, you know, I bought this apple and it was really good. Let me tell you about it. Breaking the song. You know, I hate that. <laughs> Unfortunately, it, I'm just uh, from the Wikipedia page. You're, you're going to get that. You're going to get that See. when you go. So just I'm just saying before you spend the money. Just just consider that yeah. you may want to not mind paying for the seat way in the back <laughs> yeah because i might um, have to leave right <laughs> i might just like so, oh i gotta go so the so the producers they actually did write like address like the critic the criticism on social media regarding of oh no this is you're making something lighthearted about like a power hungry regime or whatever yeah the seat they say that here lies love is an anti-marco show it really? is a pro-filipino show being told in a quintessential american form the broadway musical two cultures two histories continuing a centuries-old complicated dance hmm i don't know <laughs> i don't know well of I course take... you would of course you would defend your work and say no 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 it's actually yeah. this yeah. Of course you would say that. Well, here, how about this? If it does come here in Minneapolis, I will go see it. And I'll tell you about it. <laughs> the thing is, though, I want to see Leia Salonga live. Yeah. She has been a very inspirational uh, performer for me yeah. because she is the reason why I got into musicals and singing and performing mm -hmm. in general. So yeah, she's our just, I want to see her. I, this is a my fangirl <laughs> moment. So if she's gonna be there, yeah. I will be spending the money okay. to see her. Okay. So, okay. So you've heard her first, folks. Celia <laughs> <laughs> Salonga <Salonga's laughs> in it, and this musical comes here. She will go see it. Okay. <laughs> and we will, if we do this, if we do see this, we will give an honest review yeah. on how terrible oh. or how amazing. Oh, trust me, it I is. give honest reviews because it, it, I, I'm one of those people who look everything in the, in the very, especially when it comes to music, theater, movies. Actually, Edwin, and I, Edwin, I would actually. Uh, <laughs> If we are serious about this, we should probably read up on the Marcus. Oh, very much so. So I'll that we homework. know, okay, what's what what's really what, going what, on? <laughs> what written stuff did they add in yeah. just to make a song? Yeah, and I won't I won't look at Wikipedia, right? Because that's not don't do this, don't do yeah. what I did. <laughs> yeah, I'll go. I'll go. I'll actually go to the library <laughs> and I, start looking stuff up. 
<laughs> I, yeah, I, I actually did I did Wikipedia it, so just so that I can know the context of the yeah. song. Because a lot of the songs, I'm like, who's singing this? Is this Ferdinand? Aquino? Who? So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm actually interested in hearing what people think. Is this show going to be worth it? Or are we just throwing our money to capitalistic mm. pigs? <laughs> <laughs> well, if it has Leo Salonga in it. You know, we're going <laughs> to... It's worth it. <laughs> it's worth it, right? All right, we got to move on. Um, we got one more thing to talk about, and that is our adventure that we took this weekend to go to the newest, the newest um, restaurant in the, in the Twin Cities. So I'm going to steal this from our other podcast, so I'm just going to play this because I don't have a bumper for this. Go for it. But regardless of the style or type of restaurant, they all have one thing in common, and that is the serving of food. It's still fresh, but I'll take only what I need. They've got to last. So we went to Casina. I'm just going to say it right up front. We Katina. went to Casina. <laughs> Casina. K-U-S-I-N-A. Yeah. Filipino for kitchen. Very appropriate, right? Um, so, Pam, Angela, me, and Pam's friend went out to my neck of the woods. That's right. There is a Filipino restaurant near me, and I'm, and it happens to be a very good one. Um, Casina is a limited opening restaurant, meaning that. They're only open like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And they have to rest sometime. <laughs> they have to rest sometime, right? It's hard to make Filipino food. But this is connected to one of our one of our uh, uh, interviews that we did way before. Uh, uh, was it like a year or two ago? Uh, Herman, who owns Philippine Village. Yes. This yes. is the restaurant that's connected to that to that market. Philippine Village. This is Casina. Although, although it's not his. It's not his. It's, it's not, not his. his. No, but I'm just winning here because I got a Filipino restaurant next <laughs> to a Filipino store. How I can't ask for more than that, right? You're just maybe, rubbing it in. Maybe a Jolly Bee. I don't know, but <laughs> um, but uh, I don't know, Pam. What did you think about Casina? I want to hear what you you thought of it. Well. Um, I will I will say that when you walk in, you could really much tell that it's the Filipino restaurant because oh, yeah. it's like decorated like the the straw huts mm -hmm. that you see on beaches, and immediately you you are like surrounded by like Filipino families. Yes, and you could tell that that's genuine, authentic, good yes. Filipino. You go to a Chinese restaurant, and if you don't see a like a like a Chinese family, or you know, it can't be that good, right? You go to a Tibetan or restaurant, and you don't see monks, Tibetan monks, <laughs> right? Which I have. True story. True, True story, story. Right? <laughs> it can't be that good. That's that's always been my line with es with ethnic restaurants. This yep. had. Filipino families in there, Filipino people in there asking for food in line. 
and and even the choices you so you go up to the counter and you could already kind of see there's a menu yes. up 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 above yeah. combos but, and everything but there you could still do the um oh and, i like that pick and choose that. the pick and choose yeah um so uh if there were and they what i like is that they also offer those that are very uncommon to the typical American eye, let's yes. just say. Because yes. they have Pusit. Pusit yes. is squid. squid you don't stew. see that. Yeah. Uh the Nuguan. Edwin's mm, favorite. Yummy. Yep. And they uh, also had like crispy pata, which I haven't really seen in a restaurant. I don't know if it's like in the other Filipino restaurants. I'm sure it might be. Yeah. Um, they also had um, Humba. Like, yep. I haven't seen. The only other place I know that served Humba was Manila Walk, which is my other fil- favorite Filipino restaurant in St. Paul, right? Yes. And that is something that I don't even think like Calzada has and Apoy has, right? Oh, Calzada, Calzada is basically fine dining Filipino. It is. It's in in sac yeah. when you sacrifice authenticity. Yeah, it's I like think. beginners plus to me. I mean, it's it's still <laughs> it's, good. It's Don't get good. me wrong. I mean, yeah, Casada is still good. It's but it's, it ain't genuine. Yeah, it is the place that you bring your American friend, right? who's never tasted Filipino food in their lives, right? And you sort of want to make sure that they start off slow, right? Right? It's, it's like the gateway drug. You know, you go there <laughs> and you get them started. You go there and see how they react to the food there. If they're really liking that food, then you go over to like Manila Walk or Casina. Actually, Casada, I think, is like a fancy date night. Yes. If you want, if you like meet up with someone yeah. and they haven't had Filipino, but you have. Yeah. Uh, if I you think- want. I would say a poi is sort of like that too. A poi, a poi is more of a gateway, in my opinion. Yeah. Because their food looks good. Yeah. However, there's something off regarding of their flavors. I like have to go back. They tone down. Yeah, they tone. I have to go back there. I haven't been to poi's in a, for quite a while now. Yeah. I have to go back there and just to because I've seen. I mean, I've tasted things from Calzada. I've tasted things from Manila Walk. Christina now, right? You sort of have to go yeah. back to a poise and, and sort of compare it again and see where that's where that's coming from. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised because yeah, you go to a poise. I mean, it's it's where your friend your your friends hang out. You know, it's very like casual. You know, a casual yeah. place to hang. You know, to to be in, right? And it's they a, do. Ah, uh, what's what's the Filipino? term where you eat with your hands and the food is served on like leaves it's just spread out yeah i forget what it's called what's it called i don't remember Um, but yeah at least the boy has that going yeah so you go for the experience Mm -hmm. the food itself though i mean it's a it's a nice intro yeah but it ain't authentic it's not like homemade no and you can never eat homemade manila walk and casino are homemade those are the ones if you want to if you want to taste like authentic Filipino, like you would go to your to a Filipino family's house, right? 
Yeah. You know, that's what they would be serving. That's the kind of food that they would be like putting in front of your face. Right? Oh, yeah. Should we also mention rice portions? Yes. They did it right. Perfection. <laughs> yes. Christina did it right. Okay. You're not asking for more rice. Yeah, old, calzada was ridiculous. That that was like <laughs> rice peel off from Perkins size. You know, it was not much. <laughs> it really wasn't much. Me and Edwin, when we went to calzada, we actually had to order extra more rice. rice to go with. Yeah, we needed more rice. I mean, I'm like, that's it. And at least they had the option. Do you want normal rice or garlic rice? And I'm like, the, I don't oh. care. That's true. They did have garlic rice. That is a plus because I haven't seen. I did not see that in in cocina. I oh, might have in seen cocina. that in in Manila. I'm not sure, but oh, I don't know. I'm not sure. Garlic rice is like, like is like the fried rice of the Philippines. What what cocina had there were the garlic peanuts. Yes, which is a very good like uh, either a snack or an appetizer. Yeah, it, it, we like garlic. Oh, very much so. We put in garlic and everything. We like garlic. Yeah. So, and I mean, so I had that. I had the pancit. And, of course, pancit is just amazing. Yeah. And, but the squid, the squid is very similar to how my mom used to make it. I do have to complain a little bit, though, because. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. I They didn't clean it, it clean the squid properly there was nothing like poisonous or bad about it it's just um in the squid you're fighting there's like a cartilage yeah or or something it's like if you bite into that bad thing it's a it's kind of like chewing on plastic yeah it's it's gross yeah so that was my main complaint and uh but other than that i mean it really tasted of like my mom's cooking yeah. Although they the, should have kept in the ink too. Yeah, their pusit didn't have ink. And I remember when my parents would make pusit, it would be like it'd be Dark. black. It would be like like blacker than than Dinogoan, you know? Like But you had the Dinogoan. I yeah. mean, how was that? That was good. It was a little different, you know, but I kinda like that difference of it. It wasn't as as um as thin. Is what I'm normally expected oh. to be. It was more thicker. And okay. but it was good. Like I didn't have any complaints with it at all. I would if I was if I were to choose between Cocina and, and Manila Walks, I'd probably go with the Manila Walks, because that's that's the kind of Dinogon I kinda of grew up with. Mm, okay. You know? But this one I had no complaints. It really wasn't. Like that wasn't that to me, like again, I ate it the very the very next day. It was still it was still excellent <laughs> like you know it was it was still good i had to make more rice that's because good. that's what you do with with you know you put it on top of rice like every other filipino food and <laughs> so i had no complaints really and then my and angela had humba yep because that was my second choice i was gonna get was humba and trust me i'm going back and getting that <laughs> it is now remind me again remind me again what humba is humba is sort of like a derivative of like adobo except for it's using it's using like the pork belly and it's using like brown sugar in it and oh. sometimes it'll add like black uh black beans to it 
Okay. And it's basically what what I like to talk. I mean, it's like basically what you, you if you have leftover lichung from a pig roast, right? You make humbuck the very next day, and because that's why you, the humbuck is essentially like the you know like pig roast, the pork belly pig roast, and you make a stew out of it. Okay. And it is excellent. Like, I actually like the I like the humbuck better than the pig roast, and <laughs> yeah, my my parents used to go over to Shuanghor, which is this. You know, this uh, Asian market in in downtown, in, in South Minneapolis, just to buy the pig roll so we could make humba. <laughs> That's the, nice. Yeah. So it is, it is good. And I, we were, you know, Angela and I were eating it, you know, the leftovers the other night. And it just took me back when I was sitting in my parents' kitchen table and eating. It was that, it was that nostalgic. It was really that good. So when we talk about like Christina and, 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 you know, Manila walk and how authentic they are, we're not kidding. Like if it takes us back <laughs> to our childhood, that's something. Yeah. So I will, I will have to admit, we will have to come back because by the time we were done with eating everything, we could not have any more room for their hollow hollow. Yeah, they had hollow hollow. They had hollow hollow. And remember, the one of the goals of this uh, podcast is for me to find a hollow hollow that I actually, actually like. like. <laughs> yes. So we have to go back, and 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 so Pam's gonna have to partake and in the hollow hollow. Which I would probably do too, and I gotta go get some humba. So therefore, there might be a round two in our near future. Yeah, and I think, (laughs) and you know what? And I think, I I think their menu does change. I like every so often. I hope so, because that's the thing I like about Manila Walk is that their menus change because Um, it's whatever they can get that day. Every time I saw their online menu, they always like note the date. Yes. Um. Their their menu was actually the same as the previous dates so i don't know how much they would differ yeah but you know who knows maybe one night they will serve kare kare when that happens i'm going there and that's my favorite yeah that is your favorite so i'm like (laughs) okay (laughs) salted shrimp paste with was it bago on with uh but, oh, <laughs> with peanut, tail and a peanut, peanut butter stew yeah with vegetables mm-hmm. mm, yep okay <laughs> so that's cuisina yeah so this is over on on uh highway was it uh, county road i in mounds view yeah so that that's where it is thank you for opening up in my neck of the woods again i really appreciate yeah, it yeah, 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 yeah. and <laughs> hey jolly <laughs> I need I need a Filipino restaurant over by me, the Asia Mall. <laughs> Call them, please. Call them. <laughs> All right, so that's our show. We actually ran way late, but that's okay. We haven't talked. We haven't had a show in a long time, so um, so that's probably good. <laughs> so thank you for hanging out with us and uh, spending some time to uh, see what's going on in the Philippine world, Filipino world, and going on in the minnesota uh filipino culture uh and uh in the happenings here 
and I hope to see you guys and hang out with us next time. We do try to do a show every other week um, opposite our other show. Um, and if you care to, uh, please give us an, you know, sh- uh, send us an email if you have any comments and questions or if you want to talk about something. It's at hollowhollowhangouts at gmail.com. That's where you can reach both Pam and I. You can reach me at uh, DIY Edwin on Instagram. Pam, where can they catch you? Um, You can find me on Instagram at PandacatDragon. I I post stuff for both this podcast and our other podcast, Dungeon Dinings and Dorks, for those that are of the nerdy kind. You might want to check that out. I also have a Twitter at PandacatDragon1. I am also behind the Facebook page, Legend Creators. Where you could find info on this podcast and the other podcast. Yep. Come and say hi. Make sure you like, comment, comment share, subscribe. All that. Yes. Subscribe even. Yeah. If you haven't done so already, um, we don't have a bell, so <laughs> <laughs> so we don't have one of those. So that's fine. Anyways, hope to see you guys next time on Hollow Hollow Hangouts. Mabuhai. Mabuhai.